You are now listening to Chakras and Shotguns. All right. Welcome back to Chakras and Shotguns. It's our sixth episode. I'm Mick. Bonjour, je suis Jin. Okay. That's for our well, internet. Look, we have some international listeners. We okay. got some people listening in France. Français, for, okay, for the folks. I feel you, I feel you. Um, how you feeling today? I'm tired. Je suis fatigué. Okay. No, I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh, so not just like a little, like you're like... Yes. Feeling real tired. Okay. Um, If you listen to the trailer... And you heard us rattle off everything we have going on. We got a lot going on. Yeah. I'm like Kevin Gates without the facial tattoos and the energy source. I got six jobs. I feel you, baby. But I get tired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get tired. I feel you. are a manifester, so you don't have, you know, the energy. We'll talk about that some more when we get to human design. But. Yes. Um, and I can't wait to talk more about human design because I love it. Um. But what was funny is over the weekend, I actually had an astrology reading with an amazing astrologer. Shout out to Pooja. And without getting way deep in the weeds, she was going through my transits and how my planets are moving and how the planets in the solar system affect me personally. And she was telling me that I think it's a, I think my... Uranus was moving. Anyways, I have this like chaotic energy going on right now where I'm just like ping ponging from thing to thing and I am feeling it. Mm. I don't I don't know if well, I definitely believe that it's it's planetary, but it's also like, you know, just being a mom with a full-time job and a podcast yeah. and a panorama. Mhm. And lots going on and lots to do. For sure. Lots to think about and Etc. cetera, and so forth. Okay. So, well, hopefully, you know, recording the podcast is a little bit therapeutic for you. Take your mind off of some of that. I love recording the podcast with you. Oh. But I'm also excited about this nap I'm going to take this afternoon. I feel that. So let's um jump into the breath work. Yes. All right. So for today's breath work, we're going to do a technique that has a few different names. Some folks call it box breathing. Some folks call it equal breathing. There's a four count technique. There's a five count technique. But basically, the idea is to try to inhale, hold your breath, and exhale for the same number of seconds. And this is a technique that's really good for helping you deal with stress. It can even help you with falling asleep. You can do it before or even as part of a meditation. Um, So we'll just do, let's do three of those types of breaths just to kind of really get us into a good space uh, for the show. So we'll do a five count. Inhaling five seconds, holding five seconds, exhaling five seconds. So let's go. Inhale for five. Hold it. Exhale. Two more of those. 
hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. And exhale. All right, hopefully everyone's feeling nice and relaxed. Thank you, Mick. So we are continuing our series all about the chakras. We covered the root chakra and the sacral chakra in our past two episodes. Today, we're going to get into the last of the three primal chakras, the solar plexus. You know, that's really funny. Um, When I was researching the solar plexus, the my brain makes random like associations and like plex led me to flex. And so I was thinking like of Ray Schrummer's No Flex Zone. I'm, I'm a big Ray Schrummer fan. So. No Flex Zone. So I was thinking about that song and like I feel like it's low-key appropriate for like the title. Okay. You know, that song is all about like not hating on others, just being yourself, which I feel like really relates to the solar plexus chakra. You feel me? Are you are you following? I I like it. Um, you know I don't listen to lyrics. I, I just know. vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm also being myself. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I think it's a good lead in. I feel like the solar plexus is kind of like the no flex zone of the body. Okay. You feel me? Okay. And the solar plexus chakra does govern our own personal power and confidence. Definitely. Yeah. So. The solar plexus is located in the abdomen. It's right at the curve of the rib cage and is associated with the color yellow. So now I'm like touching my stomach. Like, where is my rib rib cage? Like, let's feel it. Like the little curve. Okay. Right in there. Right in there. Okay. So it kind of is in between your navel and that space. That's kind of like where it where it resides. Nice. Mm-hmm. Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where the chakra reside? Where the chakra reside? So when I think of the solar plexus, I always think of sunshine just being radiant. Um, I think it's partly the color, but then also like the vibe. So if I had to pick a song, I'd probably say Shining with Beyonce and DJ Khaled and Jay-Z. Which is funny because that song's been in my head thinking about this episode. And (laughs) Quick segue, while we were trying to get this going. We just kept saying, hold on, hold on, baby, because we were having all sorts of technical difficulties. And- the battery and recorder just died on us. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to hold on a lot uh, to get this episode going. Anyways, back on track. Yeah. So um, the solar plexus, along with the sacral and the root, they relate to kind of physical forms of power. So we talked already about how the root is all about tribal power. The sacral is all about power within relationships. Uh, And the solar plexus is really about your personal power in relation to the external world. That may sound a little esoteric. So kind of saying it another way, the solar plexus's energy is all about how we understand ourselves in the context of the world. So think about it like that Shakespeare quote, to thine own self be true. It's this idea of like really understanding who you are and how you fit into the world. Hmm. Nice. 
digging more into that energy and how it connects to your mind, as we mentioned, the solar plexus connects to the emotions through your sense of identity, your confidence, your self-respect, positivity, and self-discipline. So it helps you grow your vitality and follow your true path in life. And, you know, we're trying to we're trying to be more accessible. So in regular schmegula language, <laughs> the solar plexus helps you get your shit together. Yeah. Figure out what you're doing. Get your life together. You know. Where you're going. What's your path. I like it. Um, so bio- biologically, I, I think this makes sense given the location. Um, it is related to your upper abdomen, the liver, gallbladder, pancreas, spleen, and your stomach. And so when you said upper abdomen, that actually made me think about your core. And this will come up again later in the later in this episode. But I think we think about like our core muscles is like, you know, we're trying to look good in our bikini or our swimsuit. Trying to show off the six six pack. Trying to show off the six pack. But like your core stabilizes you like that's where you're that's where you get your posture from. Mm hmm. And so if your core is strong and your posture is strong, don't you feel better about yourself? I mean, I think so. I like when my six pack is popping. Okay. <laughs> so I'm over here like, oh, I got a deep thought. Let's add this deep thought. You took me to the beach. I'm thinking about me and my trunks. Continue. All right. So how do you know when your solar plexus might be off? Yes. So physically, you may experience ulcers. Digestion issues, including constipation and acid reflux, and even diabetes. I think with diabetes being on this list in particular, and we probably should have said it before, disclaimer time, please consult a medical professional if you're having a serious medical issue. (laughs) Of course, of course, the legal advice there. We are not medically trained. We we definitely are not. I don't think, uh, you know. Just meditating is going to get you off of insulin. So you definitely want to make sure you're consulting with your doctor and kind of having a holistic wellness plan. Exactly. So I think of we're always harping about mind, body, spirit. I think of I think of these as supplements. Yeah. So you can always work on your chakra imbalances if you feel like you have an imbalance Mm -hmm. in one of your chakras and it's manifesting physically. You can always work on it using some of these tips and tricks as a supplement to what you're doing under the guidance of your physician or healer or whatever medical care professional you're working with. Yeah, definitely. I think as we mentioned, you know, the chakra system is based on this idea that we have an energetic body as well as a physical body. And so when we're talking about these chakras and getting them in balance, we're talking about the energetic portion. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely important. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about emotions that are associated with the solar plexus. Um, and so emotionally, when you have like an underactive solar plexus, some things that may show up in your emotions are lack of confidence, low self-esteem, lack of purpose. Um, and then some overactive indicators are things like being highly judgmental, being super stubborn aggression, anger, um, those can all kind of show up if you're having an overactive, out-of-balance solar plexus. Mm. 
So another thing that I was thinking of, like as we're rounding out these primal chakras, is that we talk a lot about physical and emotional indicators of imbalance. And, you know, especially Americans, we love to leapfrog. Yep. We love to find out quick and find some diagnostic tool. But another way to check your chakras is an aura reading. You can also find a place to get your aura photographed, which is really, really cool. They, I think recently they've really upgraded their tech. Like it's all in a computer and it spits out all of these facts. And I know that it kind of feels like, um, do you remember those old mood rings? Yeah. It kind of feels like that a little bit. <laughs> um, and you're just like, what are you telling me? But remember that, you know, let's go back to what a chakra is. It's an energy center. We're all generating energy. Like it's it's an electromagnetic field that we're giving off. And electromagnetics, like you can measure that. Mm-hmm. And so these cameras can measure, you know, your frequencies and tell you what's kind of what's kind of off what you should probably work on um but anyways you're probably like well jan why the hell are you just not telling me well it's story time yes it is story time um i wanted to talk a little bit about the time that jen and i went and got our auras read and the feedback that i got um when they were looking at my results um so this was by probably i guess a year ago you'd say yes um, so about a year ago, we were starting to get deeper into um, spirituality and understanding some of these topics. Um, and so we found basically this metaphysical shop um, and a metaphysical shop basically has like crystals and singing bowls, uh, incense, all different types of spirituality related products. Uh, and we saw that on their website, they offered aura readings. Uh, and I had some friends who had done it um, and they kind of mentioned, you know, what they what they saw in their oral readings. And so when we saw that listing, we're like, hey, let's we didn't realize that was something in our area that was available. Right. Um, and so we decided to take a little covid date trip, you know, put on our, our masks and ventured out um, to the store to check them out and, and, and get the reading. Um, so, yeah, they, they they did a reading with the camera that Jen mentioned um, and it shows kind of the color of your aura. It can even analyze the energy coming off of each of your chakras. And so the lady's looking at my results after she kind of took the picture with the machine and she looks at me and kind of stares and she says, you have got to get out of that job that you're in. And I'm like, whoa, what, what, what is, what are you seeing that makes you say that? And she's like, your solar plexus is like completely blocked. Like it was registering like a one out of like a scale of one to nine. Uh, so, um, I think at the time I was a little shocked by it, um, that it would like show up that way. Um, I wasn't necessarily in love with my job at the time. Um, at the time I was working for like big consumer products company, think like products you buy in a grocery store. I was working for one of the the big boys in that space. Um, and you know, at companies those size, I think a lot of times they have, systems and procedures in place that a lot of times can stifle creative minds Mm -hmm. um and they don't really allow you to kind of get out of the the box of like this is our process this is how we do things um and so i think at that moment 
I was probably resigned to it. Like this is just how things operate mm. and wasn't necessarily thinking I needed to find some somewhere else to be. Um, so hearing her say that kind of rocked me a little bit. I was like, oh, you know, I kind of just have been accepting that I have to fit as a cog in this machine. Right. Um, and hadn't really thought about what it would look like if I wasn't um, kind of in that space. You know, it's kind of mm. like what I went to school for. Like, oh, join a big company, get a nice salary and retire when you're 60, right? Like that's right, kind of like right. what our parents did. Um, and so like kind of getting that result, I was like, okay, well, all right, maybe I should be thinking about what else I could be doing. Um, I didn't really listen right away and probably took another four months or so. And I still didn't really listen. It was more so I got laid off as a result of, of COVID. So that's how I ended mm. up leaving the job. Um, but it was probably the best thing that that happened to me. Like I remember coming out of the room to tell Jen I got laid off and I was like smiling. Yeah. And she was like, uh, what's going on? And I just, I felt free. I felt like I could be me, right? I felt like this surge of motivation, self-confidence, like, all right, like I, I can go out and and do me now. Um, and so, yeah, I started my own business, blah, 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 fast forward, and things are going great. Yeah, something you're actually really passionate about. Yeah. I, um, we were having a conversation as a married couple trying to plan out finances and, and like the five, the 10 year plan a little bit, probably before the aura reading. Mm -hmm. And I remember you were like, what is passion? I mean, I'm working this job. I'm providing for my family. What is passion? And it's like night and day. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't ever feel like I was going to be able to find like what people say, Oh, you know, if you find what you're really passionate about, you'll never work another day in your life. Like you hear that, like, <laughs> that little phrase and I was like okay whatever dude like I'm gonna go get this check so I can take care of these kids and then I'll you know live for my vacation live for the weekend mm. you know which I think a lot of folks do uh, yes and even sometimes hearing that and hearing people say that who are on the other side of you know working for a job that doesn't really light them up or fulfill them or like make them super excited every day. So it, it's annoying. It can be very yeah. annoying where they're like, you're, you're living for the weekend and you're spending five days trying to get to two days. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I am. I, I got am. this mortgage. I got this mortgage. <laughs> you want to tell passion? Can I pay my mortgage with passion? I don't think so, buddy. No, but like, I think it requires some creativity um, and it requires a lot of faith in yourself, um, yes. to take the plunge. Um, but we kind of had a conversation where we're like, Hey, like I'm going to start this business. I got a business partner. We're feeling really pretty good about this. You want, do you want me to go get another job? Or like, do you want me to kind of like do this? And you like, surprisingly were like, go for it. And I was like, Oh, that gave me even more confidence. I'm like, all right, well let's do this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was um, I could I could immediately sense the difference in you. And then as you started working on the things that like really made you excited and passionate and things that you really wanted to to pour yourself into, it was such a monumental change that I was like, why would he go get another job? And. You know, when you get a new job and you got to like show up and like be super dedicated. And I was like, but these things don't light him up. Yeah. And then you also throw in the fact that it's COVID 
and our children weren't in like any type of childcare, we were trying to manage them at home. I think the flexibility of being a business owner was also helpful, right? Like I can kind of yeah. set my hours. And so it just kind of like made sense for our family. That's true. As well. So that's true. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about that. I just think, I think I, I, I approach it from the standpoint of if you find a job, a quote unquote nine to five, and you're like, it sets my soul on fire. I have to work for this company. Go for it. Yeah. But don't take something just because you have to take it. Now that worked out for us at the time. And so that required a lot of communication yeah. between the two of us, some being open and honest yeah. and talking about what we're scared of, what we're hopeful about. Yeah. So we could be on the same page. But um, but yes, that now that quitting your job or actually that's what I wanted to say. God, the the divine, the universe, source, they quit your job for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was still, not gonna I, do that. I was still too like, I gotta keep this job. You were pregnant at the time. I'm like, hey, I'm not about to, you know, just end this check. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um and what's funny is um, you know, we talked in our first episode about how we um, you know, developed a relationship with uh, a clairvoyant and she told me, she said, you're going to leave that company and you're going to give them three months notice. And anybody who's worked like a corporate job knows like, that's weird. Like, why would anyone ever give more than a two weeks notice? So when she said I'm it out, when I'm yeah, out, I'm out. I was like, that's weird. Like, I don't understand what that even means. Um, but what's funny is what ended up happening. I got three months severance. So it was like, she was right. But like, didn't have the right language, I guess, to like, you know, put severance on it as opposed to like notice. It's kind of like, I guess, a. A technicality but like it ended up being like the same kind of pe- time period mm-hmm. um so that was just like super interesting how that all kind of played out and maybe that also like helped you feel that it was all part of this journey yeah there was a reason for this on your journey which is i think a lot of the benefits of talking to mediums is kind of like sometimes you have to get so far into hindsight where you can like get it, but knowing that like as these things come up, like as you're yeah. experiencing life, it's it's part of what's to come. Yeah, I think it, I, and I also think she had to tell it to me that way, as opposed to like you're gonna get laid off and get three months severance. Like that would have hit a, a lot differently when I had that reading. You know, mm-hmm. I would have been like thinking, oh, is today my last day? This is my last week? I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to like, well, I'm gonna leave on my own. Which yeah. was kind of like the mentality. They probably also <laughs> opened up your solar places too, because you were like, "Shit, I got my slack." Yeah, I'm gonna leave when I want to leave. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's interesting how that all is like, what spirit says and like how it gets received by you. Now, I don't want to get any emails about people like, "Yes, I listened to your solar places episode and I quit my job." Yeah, yeah, don't do that. You know, we still live in the real. Yeah, um, yeah. Make sure you're not making any hasty. Yeah drastic decisions without talking to the people you need to talk to first yeah there's a lot of reckless advice i think on social media so i don't want to be one of those those people who just like quit nah, nah 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 think that through make sure you have a, a plan be fiscally responsible yes all but right what are some other less drastic ways to tackle an imbalance or a blockage in your solar plexus chakra all right so solar plexus chakra imbalances 
uh, I want to start off with crystals. You know, I, I'm, I'm really into the crystal thing. So um, for the solar plexus, um, I recommend citrine. It's kind of my go-to uh, for the solar plexus. It's a golden yellowish uh, stone. Um, yeah, you can you can find it in a lot of places. Uh, love me some citrine. Isn't there something like sometimes there's like fake citrine out there? Like, do you have any? Uh, yeah, things to look out yeah. For? So I, I I found when I talked to like some of the crystal experts um, when it comes to citrine, um, there is a lot of fake citrine. Basically, it's heat treated amethyst. Uh, amethyst is a purple crystal, um, and if you basically apply a lot of heat to it, it'll turn to the gold golden color. Um, and so, yeah, people will try to pass it off as citrine. Um, when I've talked to folks about it, you know, there's nothing wrong with heat-treated amethyst. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's basically just a different color of amethyst. Um, so, you know, I think there's probably some some debate amongst the crystal folks about if you should work with it or not. Um, but I would just try to look for non-heat-treated citrine. Uh, it tends to be a little bit more expensive than the heat-treated amethyst, um, but you can find it at a lot of crystal shops. Um, outside of citrine, you can also utilize pyrite, tiger's eye, or calcite. And again, you want those, um, particularly the calcite, you want that in a yellow gold color. Tiger's eye, same thing. Uh, and then pyrite is also known as fool's gold, so it's it's a gold color. Okay. For yoga, I'm bringing you another pose today, boat pose. So that's great for abdominal muscles, your core, that core coming up again as well as your deep hip flexors. And sitting too much makes your hip flexors weak. And so the more flexible we are, especially in our hips, it kind of helps with our posture, which probably will help with our strengthening of our core, makes you stand up a little straighter, makes you feel a little bit more confident. You see where we're going with that. So to do boat pose, you sit on the floor with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. You're going to rest your hands on each side of your thighs. Slowly lean your torso back, keeping your back straight. So don't curve, don't round your shoulders. You're going to keep your back straight. Straighten your legs so then and lift them so they're at a 45 degree angle away from the floor. So if you could look outside of your body, you would be making a V. You're balancing on your butt or your, your sit bones like your tailbone. So you'll extend your arms in front of you parallel to the floor. And yeah, hold that for probably like five breaths. Um, If it's too intense or like you really start shaking, you're like, this is a little too intense for me. You can always bend your knees at a 90 degree angle, like make your knees um, an L shape. So we'll definitely drop something in the show notes, some pictures, uh, maybe a little short video that we found on YouTube so you can see that in action. All right. A couple more things for getting your solar plexus back in balance. So affirmations. Um, I'm big on affirmations. We do affirmations with our daughter uh, every every week uh, with her on that. Um, and I try to do them as often as possible. Um, specifically for the solar plexus, um, I am confident. I am powerful. I am free. I can do everything that I desire. And one I really like, I am the embodiment of inner peace and confidence. Mm. Yeah. So try those in the mirror, you know, start your day with, with, with a couple of those. And I'm sure your solar plexus will start to open up in balance. 
Um, and then lastly, connecting with fire. So the element for the solar plexus is fire. Um, and so you can burn a candle with a nice scent that you like, burn some incense. Uh, you can sit by a, a fire pit and do some fire staring. Mm. Uh, and you can even utilize the energy from the sun. Actually, you can stand outside, you know, don't want to stay out there too long. Don't, don't, don't want to encourage anyone to get a sunburn. Um, but just spend some time kind of sunbathing, uh, and really feeling that heat from the sun, uh, activate your solar plexus, right? It's called the solar plexus. There you go. So there you go. Also get some vitamin D. Might as well ground. Work on that root. Look get at you, that. Yeah, look at you. Combo. Earth and, and, and some some sunlight at the same time. I love it. Nice. So that's pretty much all we have for the solar plexus. Um, some parting words. Feel confident. Feel um some self-esteem you know sit up straight move your shoulders back like you know present yourself to the world that you are this self-contained person like full of confidence full of joy so yeah all right so before we go we did want to introduce a new segment new segment yeah 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 Mm -hmm. um so as part of our spiritual journey um we have read we've been told by teachers um, to like really kind of pay attention to our dreams. We recommend to all our family and our friends to get a dream journal and start to write down your dreams. Uh, it really helps with remembering them. Um, you can kind of go back to the, the journal and as things kind of play out in your life, see what may actually be in that dream journal that kind of correlates to some of those events. Um, so there's tons of sites and books that you can use to kind of help you interpret your dreams. Um, and in the future, we, we want to do an episode with a professional dream interpreter uh, and really get into some of like the common symbols. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this 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 new segment is really about that, about dreams. Yeah. One quick tip before we get into that. I was struggling to remember everything the next morning. Like I would have a dream and kind of come out of it before I went back into another REM cycle. And so having a notepad right there next to the bed where I was like scribbling half asleep. But then it really jogged my memory and I've fallen off from it. But when I was doing it consistently, I was remembering my dreams. Yeah, definitely. Much better each time. So that's a, that's a little quick tip. But the name of the segment, I'll say the working name of the segment. We're not sold on this, are we? I mean, I'm, you know. I you like, love it? I like Biggie, so. You like it, I love it. Okay. The name of the segment is It Was All a Dream. You gonna do it? It Was All a Dream. <laughs> I don't know. I'll work on that. So we basically want to discuss some like recent dreams that we may have had and talk about our personal interpretation. Um, taking the the perspective that a dream is not just a dream, like there's something there. There's something either you need to work on. It could even be prophetic. You know, of course, people have dreams about things happening all the time. So hopefully this encourages you to really analyze your dreams and find the spiritual message in them. Great. So, so yeah. What what dream do you want to tell us about today, Jen? I'm going to tell you guys about my dream. I was having this dream. It was a weird dream. I'm not going to tell you about everything else was going on. It was great, great. But I was in this jewelry store and it was this small jewelry store. And this woman was making, it was handmade jewelry personalized to you. So she was working with some other woman and I was kind of watching her do her thing. And so she was like, okay, you know, I'm going to work on your piece. Tell me a little bit about yourself. 
And so I felt myself like in the dream, I felt myself be like, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. my name's Jennifer and I'm a mom, I'm a wife and, you know, I work a corporate job and um, I like yoga and I like to read. And she kind of looked at me and she was like, look, I'm clairvoyant and I got to go deal with something else. Like somebody else was like coming in or something that was getting her attention. She was like, look, I'm clairvoyant and you're not telling me what you need to tell me. So I'm going to go deal with this and I'll be back. And then you tell me about yourself. And I, when I woke up from the dream and we were preparing for this episode, so it came up again. I was like thinking about it again. And I, I was thinking that that dream was so resonant for this episode because in that dream, I knew I was not confident. Like there are things that I have going on spiritually, professionally, entrepreneurially. Is entrepreneurially a word? Yeah, it is. Entrepreneurially. And I was not owning those things. I wasn't standing on those things. I was standing on either old shit or like the the easy stuff to point to or things that were in relation to other people, like mm. me being a mother, me being a wife, no shade. But I wasn't like standing in myself and embodying myself. And so that morning when I was reflecting on it, I was like, I need to be more confident in who the hell I am yeah. and what I'm doing. Yeah. And I need to like stand in that. It's I couldn't tell the woman about me who I should be the most confident about. Yeah. And so I thought that was very appropriate for our topic for today. Yeah. Uh, so so a couple of things. I think uh, one, you probably need to go do some sunbathing to get that solar plexus open. I think that's 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 what we need to do. Okay. You know, do some fire staring, get your solar plexus. Okay. You know. Because you, you just said you, that you You're were, right. I think that's what your your subconscious was trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Yes. Right? And then also, as you were kind of retelling it, I didn't think this before, but this idea that there's this custom jewelry make, maker, right? Mm-hmm. That feels like God, the divine, is trying to design something tailored for you, for your life that is ah! precious, that's valuable, that's what you really want. But they need to know what you want and who you are first. Just think about that. Now, I want to know who told you to get on here and drag me. Hey, that's what the whole point of the segment is. And hit record. I'm going to tell a dream and the next time we do, it was all a dream and you can, you can, you have your opportunity to do the same. Ooh, Ooh, that was a word. Thank you, Mick. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay, well, to wrap up that segment and the message that I took away from that, real hot girl shit. Okay. That's what that's what you're about to be on? It's Hot Girl Summer? Part two? Yes. Let it out. All right. You already talked about being at the beach with your with your with your with Good. your core out. So I guess that's you know, taking it all full circle. Um so with that segment, um, if you guys have any dreams that you want us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address again is chakras and shotguns at gmail.com or if you have any questions or anything that you'd love for us to talk about yeah shoot us an email also please check out the show notes we'll be sure to drop information about some of the things we talked about today 
And anything else? No, that's all. I think we're going to get out of here and get back to these babies. All right. Namaste. Namaste.